You're listening to Sideshow Network. Check out all of our shows at sideshownetwork.tv. Welcome to the Pet Matchmaker Podcast. I am your hostess, Elaine Hendricks, the pet matchmaker herself. And I got with me my bestie, the master mixologist, Dr. Antonio Brown. Yes, so happy to be back with you all in studio. In studio, and then there's Big Wade. Big Wade. And moving on. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to point out, it's very quiet today. What do you mean? Something's missing. I feel like something's missing. Well, because we've been having a lot of in-studio guests, and today we don't have an in-studio guest. That's not what I'm saying, though. Something else is missing. There's a quiet, there's a certain silence to the intro. I know. Sorry. Okay, wait. (laughs) There it is. There it is. There it is. The best sound effects machine ever. (laughs) Meow, meow. Woof, woof. (laughs) 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 We've got a... <laughs> now that went from the, the quietest intro ever to the, the loudest one ever. Yeah, That's the best go. intro ever. Yeah, we're our own sound machine. Yes, I'll just pro, just program me from now on. And we have Tony back in person. Yes, yes back in so post happy person. To be here. You've been traveling like the world. <laughs> All over. <laughs> You're both very well traveled compared mm-hmm. to me. You're excellently traveled. Yeah, is that even is that correct, Tony? Excellently traveled. Yeah, that... That's okay. We'll let it go. Uh, so I heard you were from Kauai, though. <laughs> you, you had a great time in Kauai. Yeah, I'll bring up Kauai every chance I get. I'll bring that every chance I get. But you—that's like the extent of my travel. You guys are all over the country. Yes, and I because sex and drugs and rock and roll. We got our third episode airing yes. this Thursday, yes. and we're doing very well in, in our numbers and viewership and support. As you should be. And I'm a rock enthusiast. Uh, Most of my background in radio is classic rock. I manage classic rock clients. So I'm a very big fan of who you have coming on the third show. Oh. Joan Jett, correct? Joan Jett. Joan Jett. Wait, the The Joan Jett. There's no other Joan Jett. There's just Joan Jett. You can call her the (laughs) Joan Jett, but everyone else is a poser if they're going by that. Joan Jett, Grace Slick, two of the coolest female lead singers ever. Yeah. I just call her Jett. Hey. (laughs) What's up, Jett? (laughs) And you know, we're going to have to have... uh, Jet on the show. <laughs> we're gonna have to have Jet on the show because yes. she's a big animal lover and yes. she's also a vegetarian. Ooh. I didn't know that. Yeah, for years, long time. Wonderful, I have pictures wonderful. of her uh, with Ellie puppy. Yeah. Now I love rock and roll and Joan Jet even more. Well, right? Yeah. Right. Hey, so this week it is July twenty eighth. Oh, it's someone's birthday. Ooh, it who is. That be? It is. It's my wife's birthday, Brenda. It's Brenda's birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Brenda. Happy birthday, baby. I don't think I anything. I wish you birthday on the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's been my trick. Ever since I got into radio, I always get like one of the DJs, you know, hey, wish Brenda a happy birthday. And then by like the third year, she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're going to step it up from that. Wait a minute. That was your gift to her? No, no not really. But that was like my way of like trying to surprise her. I'm like, hey, you should listen to like so-and-so at like 2.43. And you'll, <laughs> you'll never believe, you know. And then, uh, Oh, that's subtle. <laughs> Well, I mean, because otherwise she's just going to totally miss it. So you kind of have to give her the warning. That Wade's got game. Yeah. You always said. I do game. think I've got pretty good game, oh, though. When big it co- game, big Wade. <laughs> big game for big Wade. <laughs> I do think when it comes to, like, birthdays or things, I'm all about the thought versus the price tag. So I really do try to honor that system. Yes. But I, I admit I'm completely blindsided on this one. Mm. You know, so I, I, we have something planned. But uh, this is it. This is the peak. Happy birthday, baby. That's yeah. It. Yes. But you know what? I, I don't know. Especially, I guess, the older... I get. I don't want anything. It's like, please, I, that's just more stuff for me to manage, and I already have so much going on. Yeah. Like, oh, birthday gift? 
give me a donation to my own organization. Like, that would be the greatest gift ever. Hey, that's what you should do. Donate <laughs> yeah. to the pet matchmaker and do it in her, her name. Yes. We'll send her a certificate and boom, <laughs> hey, present happy, check. Happy birthday. Can I borrow 50 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, last year, our pet matchmaker gave me a surprise party for my birthday at uh, Mohawk Bend. <gasps> yes, yeah. I did. And I'll tell you, that's one of probably... One of maybe two, if not the only time I was ever actually surprised <laughs> on my birthday. I really, you did surprise me. You got me. I there. did. I, I just... went around inviting people, and I was like, "Is it okay if I bring so and so?" She's like, "Oh yeah, sure." Of course. Meanwhile, they already know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They're yeah. already behind the couch in the yeah, dark five yeah. minutes before you get there. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Fun. We uh, last year we kind of did something along those lines, but yeah, Brenda's the same way, Lenny. It's it's after you hit the age of thirty, you just it's like damn. Yeah. <laughs> Every damn or whatever it is, and so now it's like I'm I'm trying to give her like a pep talk, and I think she got it from me because I'm four years older, so. I started hitting this like six years ago where it just became every birthday I got <laughs> depressed. <Aww. laughs> but now I'm no. at that thing where like I'm just I'm just happy to I'm just happy to be alive. Like I made it one more year, one yeah. more day. Yeah. Well you know what you can do? You could bring her to the cat beret that I'm doing this Ooh, weekend. What? Oh, yes. Where sure is this? I am. And that's uh, our guest today is going to tell you all about it. Wonderful. Um, Sean Simons. Uh, it's so, so I, I have it in the next intro. And when I'm actually talking to her, founder and headmistress of the Kitty Bungalow charm school for wayward cats there we go oh, I like there that. we go yeah it just rolls off the tongue it rolls Absolutely. off the tongue <laughs> and um so i'm doing the cat beret this weekend along with some other celebs and just very talented people amazing all of the proceeds going to uh the um to the kitty bungalow and that's this saturday august 1st Ooh. at um here in Los Angeles, oh. at the, uh, at, I think at the Avalon. But if you go to yes. kittybungalow.org, it'll be there. Also, if you go to thepetmatchmaker.com, it'll be there. Yes, I got my invitation this week. Wait, did I send you? No, it's weird. I didn't, I didn't get one, Lainey. It's weird. It must be with my shirt, which I'm sure is right next to the sound effects machine. I'm, I'm sure it's all there in level of importance. You know what it is? It is. Boy, you're so smart. Yeah. How did you know? Yeah, yeah. I know you well enough to know to give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, we've got uh, Salvatore on the line. Hey, Sally. How's it going, guys? How's it going, the pet matchmakers? Hi, Sally. We're doing great. Did you say? Do you hear the way she says hi, Sal? That is exclusive to you. I don't ever hear her say it, that. You know, like that to anyone like, else. It sounds like purring. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, uh, I've been you know because we're all talking about singing and music, Elaine. I've come up with a pet matchmaker, the pet matchmaker jingle. Oh boy! Oh. Okay, lay it on us. All right, it's uh, it goes something like this. The pet matchmaker, <laughs> lonely no more. Woo! I love it. <laughs> that is fantastic. Maybe we'll <laughs> unveil it this weekend uh, at the show. There you go. <laughs> and every time you guys start the show, it starts off the pet matchmaker. <laughs> No more. I'm, I'm gonna admit, Sal. That's got a hint of Ricola. Ricola. It's got a hint of the Ricola. <laughs> no, 
Sal, so, look up the Ricola jingle. There's a hint of that. No, we Sal's is more elaborate, but there's a hint of I Ricola. I can test that. Punctuate it with a sound machine. No sound <laughs> I can test that. Yeah. Well, now, yeah. Should we dub smash this, Sal? <laughs> oh god! Sure. You know what? We actually yeah. should. We should. Yeah, uh, I've been one. dub smashing. I know BTW. you've been a dub smash machine. Mm-hmm. I'm a dub mass uh, dub mash. I'm a dub <laughs> smash <laughs> machine I, and, a, and a periscoping machine too. All thanks to you, Wade. Mm-hmm. You're a periscope, but you're a rock star on periscope. Yes. Yeah. I just want to do. I mean, when you're you're up to like a one and a half thousand people live. Right. Right. That is that right. is wow. Yeah. No, that's wow. really really that's awesome. Cool, cool, cool. She did it in like like her third session. She was up to. That fantastic. many people already. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, we digress. Um, this weekend, Salvatore, you are one of the reasons that I am back singing live on stage. Yeah. Well, the the world should thank me because you have such a beautiful voice. Thank and, you. I, you know, every time you sing, I'm like, I'm sorry, why are you not out singing and entertaining people and bringing that beautiful voice out to the world, the rest of the world, Elaine Hendrick? <laughs> <laughs> One of the reasons I'm with Salvatore. Well, yeah, yeah. We, we, we call him for an ego boost. Or at I least he does, yeah. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that body, that voice is attached to that body. Thank you, people. How? Uh, Once again, we uh, digress. Your body is a national treasure. Thank you. And I got <laughs> dub smashed last night. Thank okay. You. Uh, oh, goodness. Uh-oh. Andrew, go ahead and mark that. We may have to check that out. Actually, leave it in. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Sal. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Uh, yeah, talk, nice talking to you guys Oh man He's the favorite part Of the show That's hilarious <laughs> That's Because that's, you always get This really embarrassed Moment from Lainey you, you can almost guarantee Once per call with Sal We'll get a moment Where Lainey's like We didn't prep this We didn't I told him I said one thing We're going to talk About the singing And then he always goes in He always says something else But that's Sal That is the charm of but Sal It's perfect though it Keeps you on your toes You never know What you're going to get It really mm-hmm. does Yeah. And then but back To the, uh, to the periscoping thing Um Yes, I've been periscoping. I've been doing well. You know, with all this social media, like I don't really. I'm. Ch- it's you know. I'm just trying to figure out what yeah. people want to see and want to hear. Cause I'm a giver. I'm a there giver that go. way. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. I w- I'm not doing it for my own health. That's no, no, no. But it, it's uh, you kind of see people. It's a good way to kind of engage you. And and just like this, we we're sort of talking. People are listening. Periscope's cool because they get a chance to ask you some questions. If you actually get a chance to see it, literally the last one you did, not the last, but a couple of them when you're still at Comic Con. It, you're, the, it was so full I couldn't even comment. Mm. Wow. It, it was, I mean, cool. that's where... Yeah. Yeah. That's a well, because cool. I'm trying to give people, you know, a, a, a look into this world that you don't normally get to see, that people yes. don't normally get to see. So we're going to be doing more of that here um, in studio and whatnot. So you can follow me on Twitter, all of my social media, Twitter, Periscope, um, Instagram, Facebook, all of that is Elaine, the number four animals. And of course, thepetmatchmaker.com. We've got Tony on there. We've got Big Wade on there. We've got myself on there and the pet matchmaker itself. So come on over to thepetmatchmaker.com. And uh, oh, God, duh. How did we get this far without having our drinky drink drink for this I, week? Because she looked thirsty. We, oh. we, we, we started drinking before the show started. We got to a late start today. A little bit. A little bit here. So, Dr. Brown, yes. lay it on us. All right. What we got for you this week, I'm calling the Black Cat's Path, which I think is very lucky, unlike what people have to say. <laughs> You're lucky if you run across this black cat. I'm letting you know. Indeed. And how, how apropos for uh, the Cat Beret this week. Yes. And just in time for the cat beret so what you're going to do is you're going to fill a cocktail shaker with ice and you're going to add two parts gin 
one part Chambord, which is a raspberry flavored liqueur, a squeeze of fresh lemon, and an optional pinch of black pepper just for you, Big Way. Because yeah. I know you like to, you know, mix it up. I do. You're going to shake that vigorously. So you've missed my vigorous I shake. did. I missed that a yeah. lot. <laughs> and you're going to serve that one up in a chilled martini glass and garnish it with a twist of lemon. And as always, we've got the Spirits Free version for you. So that's the Black Cat Spirit Free Path. You're going to fill it cocktail shaker with ice, one part unsweetened raspberry tea, one part lemonade, another pinch of black pepper. You're going to shake that vigorously again and strain it in a tumbler filled with ice. Garnish it with some fresh raspberries and a twist of lemon. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I'm missing my cue here. There, there you Yummy. go. The black pepper scares me. Oh, the black pepper is going to be I don't, good. I don't know. A little bit. It's just going to hit you. Is it that just for you? No, but it's. Well, I appreciate that. I do. Yes. I do. I do. Just so you know, the, the Tony buzzwords while you were gone. Um, when I was on vacation, any time I heard like a word that you'd use, I told Brendan, it's a Tony word. <laughs> would that be like sprig? <laughs> sprig. <laughs> Model. Model. Yeah, but seriously, they do come up more than I think. I, or at least I'm more aware of them now, yeah. now that I've heard them. But that, they're Tony words. And I literally okay. say that out loud. Oh, that's a Tony. Word. It's a Tony word. What does that mean exactly? I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be afraid of the black pepper. It's it's going to be, t- you won't notice it, but you'll be happy that it's there. All right. I'm open-minded. I trust you. I trust you. You, you are like a drink connoisseur, but I do trust you. You take it to another level. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yummy. And I love that our canine kitty cocktails this week is dedicated to the kitties in the group for Cat Beret, Kitty yes. Bungalow, yes. Uh, kittybungalow.org, thepetmatchmaker.com. Stick around. We're going to be talking to Sean Simons founder and headmistress of the Kitty Cat Bungalow Charm School for Wayward Cats. This Saturday, August 1st, I'll be performing at Cat Beret, a celebrity cabaret fundraiser where 100% of the proceeds benefit Kitty Bungalow Charm School for Wayward Cats. Get more information and purchase your tickets at kittybungalow.org. And as a special for the Pet Matchmaker supporters, you can get into the VIP after party by using the code FREEAP. That's F-R-E-E-A-P. And we have on the line Sean Simons, founder and headmistress of Kitty Bungalow, Charm School for Wayward Cats. Hi, Sean. Hi, Elaine. Thanks for having me on. So happy to have you here. So right off the bat, where did Kitty Bungalow Charm School for Wayward Cats, where did the name alone come from? That is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) We've had a a lot of great luck with the name. I go to a lot of conferences around the country, and I learned early on that once I stand up and I say, I'm Sean Simon, headmistress for Kitty Bungalow Charm School for Wayward Cats, I realized I had to wait for a laugh line. Um, and it, you know, didn't matter if I was in a vet tech conference or, you know, a socialization conference. It was always uh, got a lot of attention on me. Um, but we live in a community that has a lot of uh, historic craftsmen bungalows. I think really that's where it started from. And because we are 100% feral cat rescue and we're the only socialization facility in Los Angeles, uh, that's where the charm school for wayward cats came from. I just keep thinking about, you know, little British children 
please, sir, may I have some more? And that's that's where it all came from. Mm. But uh, I, I have a feeling, because like you say that, and then um, I don't know if you've seen the movie Matilda. The movie Matilda just popped up in my head, but I'm sure you are like 100,000 times nicer than the headmistress in the movie Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out that I would be a terrible mother and that my, my kids would be really, really fat because we do... <laughs> a lot of food bribes here. It, I mean, it would be like, do your geometry homework, you get a Pop-Tart. And I, I don't think that's the way it's supposed to be with children, but it actually works really well when you're talking about feral cats. That's hilarious. My boyfriend and I had these conversations all the time because he's like, you spoil your dogs. What if you had kids? I'm like, it's totally different. Like, so you get it. You understand it. Totally different. <laughs> well, so what, um, what got you involved in working with cats? Uh, you know, this was a complete accident. Uh, I say this all the time to my volunteers during orientation. We sit around a table and I ask them, you know, how many of you um, identify as being an animal lover? And, you know, they all raise their hands. You know, how many are cat lovers? And they raise their hands. I really didn't identify with either of those things. I was not someone who wanted to be a vet when I grew up. I did not have animals growing up. But I do consider myself a human being. And if you ask, you know, are you a human being? I would raise my hand to that. And um, my husband and I bought a house. And unbeknownst to us, there was a colony of feral cats in the backyard. And one of them, Mama Cat, was super hot and super easy. She was a chocolate point Siamese, and she would get down with anybody. Mm. And um, started just dropping babies in our backyard all the time. Like we were the after hours disco. Um, <laughs> so I, I mean, I saw kittens running around and I thought, well, something has to be done. <clears throat> and that's how it really started. It really started just in cleaning up my own backyard. And um, I was very involved in the local community. So I cleaned up a neighbor's backyard and um, with the neighborhood association or a block club. And it, it, I started doing it just really on my own. And, um, I was a, a producer in the entertainment industry, and um, I had a, a medical fallout. I had spinal surgery, and um, when I recovered, and I am fully recovered, I came back and just decided it was time for something else, and I thought that I had something to give that was specific, uh, a hole that wasn't being filled and uh, a progressive approach that I thought could help the industry as a whole. And that, that remains to be seen, but that's my hope anyway. Well, no, you have a stellar reputation here in the Los Angeles community for sure. And I'm so happy that you're out in the world because you are a Bitfire. I mean, I walked into the room. I feel like I've met you before, but you know, the you, you like in traveling the world, it's like, wait a minute, which which continent, which state, which city, which organization, like what? And so I walked. You, you've into been to the Genesis Awards, yeah? Yes. Well, so I produced the Genesis Awards for about ten years. Okay, and I was, um, I was one of the I was one of the producers there, um, and that started before I liked animals at all. Um, I was just a hired producer, and my transition happened during all of that. So maybe if you see me with a walkie-talkie, I'll I'll I'll, uh, feel, I'll be more recognizable to you. <laughs> well, I walked into the uh, rehearsal hall the the other day, getting ready for um, the cat beret, which we're going to talk about. But man, it's like you're just first of all, you're about 
the size of the cats that you help. But you're like, pow, like watch out for Sean here. You're, I love that. You're so powerful. And yeah, I hope you, I hope you take that. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you take that as, a, I just realized, like, I hope you take that as a compliment. <laughs> I, believe me, it's not the first time I've heard it. And there are, there are those that, that love it and others who would probably have other words to call me. But <laughs> I have a big heart, at least. I can say that purely. Um, well, what do you think is something that people can like learn on their own? Cause people ask me all the time, well, you know, what can I do? What can I do? And I get, I get messages all the time about, you know, feral cats and cats and cat issues and oh well, but this cat's, I don't, are, is it feral? Blah, blah, blah. Like what is, you know, what are some of the basic things yeah. that you tell people, um, when it I'm- comes thrilled that you asked this because um, it's very interesting. Most of the, I won't say limelight, but most of the light is, is really about dogs. And even in, even in the animal industry, they, um, they test um, dog food first. They test dog medicine first. Everything that goes on the market goes for dogs first. Um, and it's the same thing in rescue. And right now, thankfully, dogs are getting into a really good place. Like here in Los Angeles, many thanks to NKLA, the no-kill coalition partner from Best Friends that came into Los Angeles, dogs are almost at a no-kill level, which is just wonderful. Because cats in America still are in these feral communities, um, they are the biggest problem. And we really need to start turning that light over to there so that we can handle the problem. And it is something that everyone can do. And that is TNR, the trap new to return. I started in my own backyard. If everybody just did their own backyard, we would be miles ahead. So what you want to make sure is happening is that those cats are not reproducing. We work a lot in low-income areas, and we talk to a lot of wonderful people that are feeding colonies. And what we have to explain to them as well is that feeding is not humane. It's a part of it. But if you're just feeding a colony, now they're just getting fatter. And if they're getting fatter, they're healthier. And what happens to a healthy female cat? They have more kittens. And it's these little kittens that are being killed in the shelter. When they talk about feral cats or if they talk about the kill rate in the shelter in Los Angeles, this is not a fun number, but it has to be heard. 76% of all of the animals that are killed in the LA shelter system are underage kittens. Kittens. It's not these grizzly old tomcats or Aunt Edna's 15-year-old cat. It's these little kittens, and they are the offspring of feral cats that are being born under cars, that are being born under dumpsters. We have to stop that from happening, and everyone can do it. It's not difficult. Yeah, that's. it's amazing to me how many people still think that, number one, if you take an animal to a shelter, oh, it just goes on to a different life, that they don't right. know what happens. And then number two that they really don't know um, what is happening to cats, that cats make it out way less than any other animal. Way less. Right now, it's, it's just like at 50%, and that's so much better than when I started. I, I, I mean, that means every other cat is dying. When I first started, only 25% of cats were getting out. I, I mean, it's, it's, the, the numbers are terrible. And listen, it's a job I wouldn't want to have, um, you know, uh, Brenda Barnett, who has to both um, make 
the shelter seem like a place that you're going to want to come and adopt, a great, happy place to come and adopt, but also have to make it seem like, oh, no, you don't want to bring your animals here. This is not where you want to go. It's, it's, a, it's a very mixed message, and, and, and I, don't know, I don't know how one balances that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's doing what you are now, like joining our show to help share with our listeners, uh, the information and the news, because I think most people are like how I was, how you were love animals, certainly don't hate them, but had no idea what was happening to them. Right. Right. And, you know, we run into that a lot, Elaine. I have to tell you, you know, there was, um, you know, CatCon and the, the, the cat cafes and, um, the Hello Kitty Museum and, you see people lined up and wearing, you know, um, uh, cat leggings and carrying cat cell phone covers and watching all the cat videos. And it's great. It's, it's, it's helped cats a lot, but they don't know what's really going on. There's an injunction in Los Angeles, in the city of Los Angeles, that the city can't participate in PNR. They're not allowed to pay for it. They're not allowed to refer people about it. They can't talk about it. They can't send you to me. It's been almost six years this injunction is going on. And this is something that no one is really talking about. There's no outcry about it. And that is why we will never reach no kill in Los Angeles until this injunction is overturned. While you have these people that are cat lovers, I keep saying, if you really love cats, get a little bit informed. Get a little bit involved. You don't go, listen, don't, don't do what I did. Please. <laughs> but, but volunteer, get informed. Do a little something to help besides just the consumerism of cats. Don't just buy a cat iPhone cover. Right. And so, so don't do what you did, but come join you in what you're doing right now. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Or somebody, you know, if we're not the right group for you, find the right group. There's, there's going to be a right group for you that, that, that feels like home. You know, I have people that come to me and say, oh, I want to start my own organization. The first thing I say is don't. Um, I say, look around. Is there an organization that you can say, oh, if I were starting one, it would look mostly like that. I might change the font a little bit. I'd like to add this program. Um, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd probably not want to do as much of this, but for the most part, it would look like that. Get involved there. Because if you see something that feels like home, you can put in half the amount of effort it would take to start your own, and you would be getting out twice as much of the results. We definitely always need people that are really dedicated. So true. And I share that, uh, that message as well. We are talking to Sean Simons, uh, founder and headmistress of the Kitty Bungalow Charm School for Wayward Cats. And right after this quick little break, we're going to start talking about the Cat Beret this weekend. So stay Yay! with us. <laughs> Hi, it's Elaine Hendricks, and in addition to all of my animal work, my day job is as an actress. And as you've heard, we've been talking about my new show, Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll. Please tune in, watch, spread the word, and come share the love. And we are back with Sean Simons, founder and headmistress of Kitty Bungalow Charm School for Wayward Cats. Sean, I'm so honored to be a part of Cat Beret this weekend, and I'm so excited. Like um, Victoria Burroughs, a mutual friend of ours, uh, emailed me to ask, and I'm like, 
Yeah, I think I can do that. My schedule's open. I'm on a show right now called Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll. Heck yeah, I'm going to go on stage and sing for cats. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are We are so thrilled to have you. I mean, it's, there, there are so many animal lovers uh, in the entertainment industry, but then you have to go to not just animal lovers, but animal lovers who can also sing, and then your, your list starts to get narrower and narrower. <laughs> So, um, we're, we're so thrilled to have you this year. It's going to be a blast. Well, so how did you start Cat Beret? Where did that come from? Well, I'll tell you. When I started my rescue, um, I did not have any cats. Um, I did not have any animals. Uh, and I knew probably very little about cats and very little about running a nonprofit. I spent my entire life in the entertainment industry. I mean, from when I was a little kid, I was an actress on the stage. I mean, my whole life was that. So when it came time to raise money, the only thing I could think to do was let's put on a show. Um, I had produced a number of award shows. Uh, I'd been involved in, you know, very big award shows. So it was something that I knew how to do. When I ran it by my mentor, uh, Mike Arms from the Helen Woodward Animal Association uh, down in San Diego, which is an amazing place. And he's one of the reasons I, I moved forward to start Kitty Bungalow. He looked at me like I was nuts. And his main concern was, you know, are you going to be able to get celebrities to go on a stage and sing? And I thought, you know, can I get celebrities who love to be in front of people and oftentimes don't get to show all of their talented angles to perform for charity? Yeah. What you probably should ask me is, can you want run a rescue? Because <laughs> I had no answer for that. I just really didn't. Um, and for us, you know, it remains our tentpole gala. Um, but it's so different than other galas because, you know, other galas are paying a big price to go sit around a large table and, um, and partake in some vegan food and chat with others that, you know, are a similar love to what you, um, you know, what you're interested in. We actually put on this huge Broadway spectacle for our gala with an amazing after party. And, you know, I, I, we have talent like you and uh, we have other amazing talent, uh, Fred Willard, who's been doing our show every year. And the wonderful thing about our celebrities is that it's really a cause that means something to them. Everybody comes to the after party. Everybody is so nice and so warm. Uh, it's really a great event. And even if it it, it, even if it didn't have a charity aspect to it, it's a really fun show. But our show has a full charity aspect to it in that our sponsors, we have, we have sponsors from the world's best cat litter, Ken Nutrition, Nature's Variety, Pioneer Pets, By Nature, and Bear for Animals. They foot the bill for the show. And that is our budget. We do not go a nickel over it, which means everybody is guaranteed that every dollar they spend on their tickets, on their T-shirts, on their gifts, on their prize pushes, every single dollar goes directly to the animals in need. And I think it's really important that charities try and hold 
sport and moved back to a place when charity was about charity and not bend to the will of trying to make us in corporations. Mm. I just don't think balloon rental companies should make money off of charities. I think like we shouldn't, there shouldn't be an industry for throwing charity galas. It's an opportunity for everyone to donate, to do their good karma so that we can continue making the world a better place. And let's, let's hold, let's hold to that. Yay. Well, that makes me extra happy to be a part of this. And you've got me lined up to doing all kinds of press this week, uh, which I'll be sharing with all the uh, all of our Excellent. listeners and our supporters. So um, you'll y'all are going to hear me talk about this a lot this week. I'm so happy <laughs> well, um, to. And uh, I was lucky; I got to hear you at rehearsal yesterday, and it was your first rehearsal sing through, and it's amazing. You're gonna you're gonna kill it in this song. It's gonna be so fun. Oh, and I saw you. your dress too. So. Everybody watch out. Everybody get ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> so and people people can get if you are in the Los Angeles area, because this show goes all over the world. But if you happen to be, if you live in Los Angeles or if you happen to be here this coming weekend, August first, Saturday, August first, go to kittybungalow.org, right? Mm-hmm. kittybungalow.org to purchase your tickets. You can come see me. You can see Fred Willard. You can see Nicole Sullivan. You can see all kinds of talented people singing, doing skits, video. It's a whole multimedia experience. Yeah. We have the So You Think You Can Dance dancers. It's a, it's a great show. And you know what I'm going to do, Elaine? Um, if people go on and buy tickets, if they're in the LA area, so that they can meet you at the after party, if you guys go and buy tickets, if you use the code free AP, I'll get you into the after party for free to see Elaine. Woo! Three, the letter A and the letter P, isn't Paul? Yep, free AP, after party. Oh, free AP. Okay, free. Sorry, sorry. I thought the number. So F R E E A P, free AP. Yep. Oh, what a generous offer. Thank you, Sean. Absolutely. Thank you for doing the show. Yeah. So Sean Simons, everyone, founder and headmistress of Kitty Bungalow Charm School for Wayward Cats. This Saturday, Cat Beret. Sean, I'm so happy to know you. Show So happy to be doing this work with you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for all that you do for all the animals. that I love about Sean, which I didn't really get into in talking with her, is how collaborative she is. So she's got all this going on, her organization, the show, she's got me doing press and she's like, you know, you could go and you can talk about this and your organization and that. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We've got to like promote Cat Beret this week. Like yeah. it's so generous and so sweet of her to be like, you know, saying that I could promote all these other things. So I'm really, I'm happy to be a part of Cat uh, Beret. I hope Wonderful. everybody's gonna join me. And like she said, uh, put in the code free AP and with your ticket you're going to get to come to the after party for free Whoa-ho. that basically gives you that's basically like getting a free VIP you know stamp there you go so Brenda Wade yes birthday I, gift I, well, I, am I being invited because I haven't yes I'm going to send you the invite I'm being invited, invited with every other listener in the world right now but I appreciate <laughs> no, it no you're going to have your own invite I'm, <laughs> I'm actually putting a group together to come <laughs> are you, now, are so. you singing at this 
Yes, yeah. and I'm singing oh, yeah. live. That's the whole yeah, point. Where have you thing. been? Well, I don't know. I just found out about this literally today. <laughs> like literally just about 20 minutes ago, I found out about this. So I'm just trying to keep pace with you guys. No, that would be awesome. I, I've, I've heard of music you've written. We've yes. actually used music you've written in yes. some of the stuff we've produced together. Yes. But I've never heard you sing. Oh, oh yeah. She's a fabulous singer. Yeah, I've, su- I've sung for soundtracks and for... Uh, on live for stuff I sing on Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll yes. Thursdays Woohoo! Sex and Drugs and Rock, rock and, and roll. roll By the way By the way The last episode is, I just want to say I actually like the song that Dennis Leary sings at the end that is supposed to be oh, so I bad oh, I, actually, I know I did too Mining singers go I love that line yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am going to tell him that That's hilarious <laughs> He really did You like mine and, and like the begotten moon or something or whatever it was and howling from Sinner's Gold Is mining for yeah, yeah, gold. Yeah, I, loved it. I thought it was good. I loved it. It had a nice, you know, uh, I, what can I say? He's, he's good. You, Even when he's trying to be bad, he's good. And you represent classic rock guys. I do. <laughs> I do. In fact, one of my clients is on your show. I Representing know. classic rock. It is, I honestly. Know. Oh, it's this uh, This week is also Matt's episode. He's on with Joan? Oh, cool. Yes, he's on the same cool. episode with Joan. Joan. Jet. Jet. Matt Penfield. Matt Penfield, for those that don't, he's an MTV VJ from the 90s. He's a music legend. Like the, yeah. the yeah. most knowledgeable. He was one of the original VJs. That's right. And very cool guy. And the most knowledgeable person I've ever met uh, about music. He wrote the insert to Queen's box set last year. He's on the board of the Grammy. I mean, he's just uh, perfect to be on that show. And I know he and Dennis yeah. have been friends for a long time. But yeah, he's a, a absolute enthusiast for music. That's the word he likes to use. He's an enthusiast above anyone else. Yeah, yeah well, and isn't there that like uh, quiz show, you know, some, like Beat Matt or something like that where people try to... No, well, you, well there's a, yeah, he, he does a pop quiz feature, but it's not the so much... Quiz yeah, feature. it's not so okay, much beating. Yeah. That's more like pop culture references from back then and stuff. But yeah, I've never... Matt is the kind of person where... Um, all music, by the way, too. New music, old yeah. music. He knows... Oh, yeah, you know, Tony. You oh, yeah. Um, you can say... And he'll know the track number. He'll tell you the song was, of the year. <laughs> I was going to say. The studio it was recorded. The label it was recorded under. He's a walking encyclopedia of liner notes, which yeah. liner notes are a lost <laughs> art, but he knows yeah. he knows it all. And he's met him so many times. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, and I'm a jazz fan, and he knows he knows it's jazz. He knows he, all he's good. He's music. Good. He used to spin at Rutgers for uh, James Gandolfini yeah. and, and yeah. amongst other. I mean, yeah. uh, Calista Flockhart. And stuff. Oh boy, yeah. his stories of Hollywood. That's that's another sex and drugs and rock and roll. I, right I know, there. I know. We gotta get him on the show. Yeah, uh, you know, he's not, he's a cat lover too, so yeah. we can get him on the show. Yeah, we'll yeah. get Matt on the show so. for sure. So excited! It'll be a great episode. So Tuesday, uh, Thursday. No, Thursday, ten, 10 o'clock on FX. 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 Yes. Yeehaw! And then Saturday. Live, Cat Beret, if you're here in Los Angeles. Uh, but even if you're not, you can go and support Kitty Bungalow, kittybungalow.org. Yes. And uh, uh, Dr. Brown, what drinks did we have today? We had the Black Cat's Path, which was just delicious. You're going to add some gin, some chambord, a little fresh lemon, and that pinch of black pepper that just seemed to scare Big Wade. <laughs> you imagine a Big Wade afraid of a pinch of pepper? <laughs> anyway, then we can go spirits-free, and you, we'll use some unsweetened raspberry tea, lemonade, and again with that black pepper, you're going to serve that one on the rocks and garnish with some fresh raspberries and lemon. Yummy. Yeah. Uh, Friday is National Mutt Day. Ellie is a mutt. We love that. And also, if you don't know what day your rescue dog was born on, hmm. uh, Dogist First has become a big <laughs> oh, uh, holiday. That's cool. And it's where everybody can celebrate a birthday for their dogs. That's really cool. Just about like every that. animal like fundraiser or something has like a pun. 
I've learned, you know, like it's <laughs> cat beret. I mean, there's there's yeah. like, it's, it's a pun, but like dogist, it's a pun. So my suggestion is punny. that the pet matchmaker establish a day for rescue cats' birthdays, because I've got a beautiful rescue cat. Rescue oh, cat. Yeah. we'll do that too, because we're also... Uh, like like Cattyway first? Oh, <laughs> well, I think you might be on to something. I think you might be on to something. There we go, Cattyway yeah. first. That works. That Wait, is works. that January or February? No, be Cattyway. I mean, it's going to be New Year, but New Year, but it's also... I don't yeah. know. No, no, we're competing with New Year's. It's yeah. got to be February. February. Yeah, yeah, February. 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. That's beautiful. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Done. 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 Done and done. Okay. As marked here in the Pet We're creating change right here oh, on the Pet Oh, making it happen. And I literally snapped my finger in the air as if anyone was going to hear that. That was literally a gesture for both of you and Andrew. Andrew, who wasn't paying attention. I literally, that's... I'm, Andrew's totally paying attention. He's always paying attention. <laughs> he's, he's our producer. He's shaking his head no. Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, well, as always, love, uh, love being here with you guys. Love yes. having you all with us. Uh, thank you for being in support of The Pet Matchmaker. And in the immortal words of the legendary Bob Barker, please help control the pet population. Have your pet spayed or neutered. Goodbye, everybody. Woo-hoo.